Daily Dribble. Welcome back to the Daily Dribble Podcast, guys. As always, I'm your host, Nick Zamet, here recording on the 13th of March. Little morning number. Joining me, Mr. Liam Hancock. What's going on, guys? Lee here. How are you, bud? I'm well, thank you. Fit and firing, ready to go. That's it. Energy electric. You can say that. <laughs> <laughs> Love to hear that. He's Love just woken up, that. this guy. <laughs> Another guy who's bringing plenty of energy, Mr. Roe Hancock. Yeah, how are we? Yeah. How are you, mate? Yeah, very good. Really enjoyed the All-Star Weekend. All-Star Weekend's come and gone for another year. Yep. Um, that'll be the kind of major theme of today's episode. We'll run through some odds and ends quickly. We'll recap what went down um, from the game itself to mm-hmm. the contest, and then end with Hero of the Week. Yep. Uh, before we get into it, a couple of quick points. We haven't forgotten, guys. Be right or good night. The punishment is on its way. Now, it's... Um, we get it. It feels like we're delaying this. We're delaying the inevitable, but we have got something planned. We do. So, absolutely stay tuned on our socials over the next couple of days. Something will be up. Uh, Rowan Lee in the firing line. So, uh, you know, fellas, you're not getting out of it that easy. Um, as well, guys, a big shout out to both of our sponsors, Intersport and Card Culture. Um, Intersport bringing the latest and greatest in, in sporting equipment and apparel. Mm-hmm. Um, be sure to pop in and see the team. If you're in Tassie at their Hobart and Kingston stores... Or check them out online. Um, the team do a fantastic job there, uh, so we're very lucky that they're you know still on board with us. And likewise, our newest partners, Card Culture, yep. here in Tassie as well in Newtown. I tell you what, the memorabilia, the signed um, you know merchandise that those guys are providing is oh, second incredible. to none. We saw was it last week? Roll was signed Luka Doncic ball. Yeah, signed Luka Doncic ball got given away or not given away, but got um, won by someone in one of their card culture breaks. I can't even imagine how much that ball would have been going for, but whoever the lucky person who picked that one up, well done. Just a mere, I guess that's a mere tip of the iceberg for what these guys are doing. Oh, the, yeah. uh, you know, the stuff that's flying out of that shop is second to none. So be sure to check them out, guys. Card culture, um, pop in and see see the team there in Newtown if you're about um, doing great things as well. So we thank both of them for their support on the podcast. Absolutely. All right, let's do it, guys. Odds and ends. We'll rip through a big episode today. Mm. Let's start with maybe the. Arguably the biggest piece of news, mm. Blake Griffin mm. has officially signed with the Brooklyn Nets. That's big. Now, uh, this this one sparked a, a lot of debate during the week. Controversy. I know we put something up on our socials. Guys, check them out. Facebook, Instagram, YouTube, mm. Twitter, TikTok. Um, on our Instagram, though, we put up a post, and there were some people who... Now, I'll, I'll, I guess I'll pose it to you guys. Do you think Blake can still be valuable? Well, it's funny because throughout the week, I saw some footage of him in a in a workout for the Brooklyn Nets, mm. and he actually looked yeah. half decent. It, it was sort of like, you know, not the Blake that we knew and loved, you know, in the Los Angeles Clippers days, but he certainly looked like he was he could be a valuable asset for this team. Well, do you reckon he's rejuvenated by going to a team that's actually got, a, a you know, a strong mm. title, um, you know, contention around them? Yeah, yeah, I think so. That and, was poorly worded. No, I, I think he's. Um, I th- I think he can have somewhat of an impact for um, Brooklyn. Will he be? I'm still unsure. Is he coming off the bench? I would yes, say so. To, yeah. to answer your question, Nick, when you put around good players, you're going to play better. That's without a doubt. But I think a lot of people. Um, they're saying, geez, Blake Griffin's gone to the Nets and they're associating the Blake Griffin that was at the Clippers. I think mm. without a doubt he's going to bring um, some value to the Brooklyn Nets, but I don't think it'll be anywhere near as much as people are putting to his name. And I agree with Lee. They're, they're sort of touting this at, at the moment as being like a big four for yeah, the Brooklyn Nets, like which, is, which is untrue. Um, you know, it, we're not living back in the 2012 days when he was dominant. Um so I think he, yeah, he, he will have an impact, but I think people just need to calm down a bit. He's not going to be the 20 and 10 type player yeah. that he was once upon a time. What? Well, yeah. I've, what do you I've, think? I've, ah, it's a funny one because I, I think he'll be good and it'll be interesting seeing him come off the bench. He's absolutely not going to take Joe Harris as no, spot. No. Um, he's been phenomenal, uh, absolute sniper as well. So it'll be interesting to see how he goes with this second unit. You could even play him as a small ball five mm. in crunch time yep. with Irving, Durant, Harden, Harris, and Blake in you know, mm. a closing crunch time situation. Mm. So that yep. has some potential as well. I think, though, I really think he's just going to be motivated and rejuvenated. Mm. He's not mm. going to have to, like so often we've seen him have to be the number one, number two guy on a team. He's 
number four, number five. Mm. Um, yeah. You know, he's right down there, so he doesn't have this weight of expectation on his shoulders. And it'll be good, uh, I guess, Spencer Dinwiddie isn't back for a while, but when he I comes... I can't forget he's around. Mm. My God. Like, we probably think as Blake as the sixth man coming off the bench right now, but it'll be Spencer Dinwiddie. Well, and think then... how strong that second unit will be with yeah. those two, Bruce mm. Brown, Claxton. OTC. Yep. They've got a they've got a strong strong deep roster. I I think it's a great pickup. I certainly don't think he's going to hurt them. Mm. Um, and I, I really hope for him. Like I hope we get to see he's only thirty one. I believe. Easy. Yeah. Um, yeah he's still I hope got we get to years. see like a bit more. Um, the last couple of years have just been ruined by injury. So hopefully yep. we see him you know back out and bowling. I'll go. The the biggest piece of news I heard this week and the piece of news that made me the happiest was um, Karis Levert's going to be mm. making his um, Pacers debut this Saturday yes, sir. Um, against the Phoenix Suns. So, God, I'm happy to see that. I've been waiting for this day for That's a long damn story. time. We spoke about that, was it last week or the week last week? Mm. It might have been. And, you know, the anticipation's just built um, for this Pacers team. It's, you know, we've kind of... You know, they're currently in 10th, yet they're missing two of their biggest pieces, mm-hmm. um, you know, still with TJ Warren out. But I can't wait to see Levert back. And it is, we said the other week, how really this was, you know, a potentially life-saving um, mm-hmm. procedure. Mm-hmm. So to, to see him bounce back um, mm-hmm. is great. And What's Pacers that lineup going to look like once he's back in? Like, who's who's in his spot right now? I don't even know. Oh, One of the TJs? I, yeah, the, the TJ lads. <laughs> they still got two or three TJs about. Probably oh, four. <laughs> They've got a few. They've got a few TJs, but it'll be Turner, Sabonis, Brogdon, um, Levert, and probably... God, I don't know. Holiday? Yeah, yeah, that sounds right. Um, that's who, that yeah, sounds that's right. in his spot. Yeah. yeah. Oh, um, Michael Porter Jr. That's who... Oh, no, what? I'm thinking of Denver. <laughs> who are you You're talking? on the wrong side. Um, who are you talking about? Yeah, Justin Holiday. Yeah. It'll be, I reckon. Or, or Dougie McDermott. Yeah. So, either way, they're both, you know, next man up mentality of being great in his absence. Um, but again, it just offers another scoring option who can be a 20... Between 20, 25 points per game night player. Yep. Uh, can't wait to see how he goes. And it's good. Um, they'll have a bit of time because, you know, they're currently in the, the playing area um but the west is so crowded they could really you know with levert now make a push up into that you know top four top six area um so that will be very interesting to see throughout the week lamarcus aldridge and the san antonio spurs have mutually agreed to part ways um so this ends a fairly lengthy stint for lamarcus aldridge at the spurs and i think his expiry date in san antonio was reached quite a long while ago so it's a long time coming but I guess my question is, who could go. use his services? Here we go. Now, a, I, I had this written down as well, and yeah. I was, I was going to pose the question to you both. Um, okay, I've got two written down here. Yep. Now, one, if they just decide to go full offense, just go hell for leather, mm. reunite with the Portland Trailblazers. Oh. Now, um, you know, Kansas has been great. Uh, I'm not too sure off the top of the scone what the um, timeline is for Nurk. Mm. Um, but I think he could be a handy piece potentially. Okay. It'd yep. probably involve giving up a young piece, maybe a Gary Trent or a Nasir Little mm. um, yep. with that. Um, the other team I'd written down, now I'll tie this in with another point I had. Damian Jones has signed another 10 day contract with the Lakers. Okay. Um, so yep. he impressed in his 10 days. He's got another 10 days. So great from him. But I think the Lakers, now the, the Mark Casale kind of trial hasn't gone as well as they thought it would. Mm. Yep. Um, I think he could potentially fit in there. Yeah, that's in that's, the uh, the bright lights of Hollywood. Not a bad shout. I I think he's going to a contender. Yeah, I, absolutely. I, perhaps even someone like a Golden State could fit him into that roster. Ooh. James Wiseman needs a bit of. Well, he's he's definitely got good leaders on the great leaders actually on that team. But another big man who's been in the league for a while who can show him some tips and tricks and act as his definitely. mentor. I could definitely see that happening. And I've got my Boston Celtics yes. yep. um, hat on here, but I'm certainly not opposed to picking LaMarcus Aldridge up, even to play in a bench role for, for the Celtics. So um, there's a, definitely a few teams who who would love his services. I think any contending team could make a, a valid shout for him. Yeah. Um, did you have any names that stood out to you, Lee? What about, uh, what about Dallas? Oh, I was actually about to say I got Sam well. over there. Yep. But the thing with... Swap out Willie Coley-Stein. Yeah, swap yeah, him out. The thing Willie. with LaMarcus Aldridge is 
I personally wouldn't want him on my team, to be honest. Um, I think he's getting a bit too old for Long his boots. He's, he's 35. He looks about 43. <laughs> I think his spot is not on a team. I think it's on the retirement seat. I, yeah. I, I think he, he can provide similar services as our Horford has done. Yeah. Yeah. I think we sort of looked at our Horford in the same way as Lamarcus Aldridge. We thought he would be going to OKC just making up the numbers, but he's actually been... Serviceable yeah, player. he's been serviceable but, this year. But so. would he still be expecting a fair bit of money, too much that he than he deserves? Or uh, like, I don't think just, so. I reckon he'd just be really after a ring at this point. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, um, yeah I think any contending team could make a valid shout. I'm very interested to see how this goes. Same here. And likewise, PJ Tuckett, Tuckett, Tuckett. Tucker, and the Rockets have agreed he'll no longer be part of the team. Yeah. Um, currently trying to find a solution there. This comes after yesterday in their loss to the Kings. Mm. Um, you know he sat out uh, healthy. Yep. Um, and he's he's disgruntled at how poorly the team's doing that they're not around the playoff picture. So again, another player who would be a handy handy piece for Where a contending would I like team. To see him? Mm. I'd like to see him on the Lakers, but I'm pretty much every player I'd yeah. like to see on the Lakers. Yeah. Yep. Um. I'd like to see him on the Warriors as well. Warriors, yeah. Able to shoot the ball. Yep. Someone who can lock down on D, um, provide a bit of mentorship and stability mm. to this young lineup. Yeah, I agree. Jeez, um, they've blown that Houston Rockets side up, haven't they? We God. look at it now compared to the start of the season. It's a completely different squad well, altogether. Speaking of which, we mentioned a few weeks ago Kevin Porter Jr. Yep. and how his probably imminent call-up mm. was coming from the G League. Yeah, um, He has been called up to the main roster. He How's this for the G League? He'd been leading the scoring 24 points, 7.3 mm. rebounds, 5.6. Oh, seven assists, should I say, and yeah. five and a half rebounds. Yeah. He came in yesterday. He had 13 points, 10 assists, and five rebounds mm. for his yeah. first game back in the squad. I was looking at this stat line and I was thinking sometimes you just need that reset. Um, going back to a, mm. you know, smaller league and getting your roots back and yep. remembering how to, you know, Play and then you come into this big league and you you don't dominate but you put up nice numbers like and that. And he's going to have all the opportunity in the world now, yeah. isn't he? With this team that's just flailing, and it's yeah. sort of a humbling experience for him as well, isn't it? Because he's had experience at the at the top level, but then he's gone back to the G League and he probably knows that he's better than everyone else there or yep. the majority of people playing in the G League. So he he's probably at a stage now where he's not taking his opportunity at the top level for granted, and I'm expecting he'll be a valuable asset for, the, for that Houston Rockets lineup. Well, the G League actually wrapped up the other day. Uh, former team of our guy Vic Law, mm. uh, the Lakeland Magic are the G League champions. Oh, there we go. Uh, they beat out the Delaware Bluecoats 97-78. Um, Devin Kennedy was the MVP with 22.6 rebounds, four assists. So oh, the Lakeland Magic. What, what did we think about, or not what did we think about, but how did you react to Myers Leonard's <laughs> slurs? Yeah, so here we go. He's been fined $50,000 suspended from all heat facilities and team activities for one week. Um, this came after the anti-Semitic comments he made on a, ga- a gaming live stream. Yeah. Yeah, um, on Twitch. And he's banned from Twitch now, and he's also kicked out of the FaZe clan. clan. A lot of things like that. He hasn't had a good run, but um, rightly quite so. what he said, but it was a Jewish slur he made. Um, yeah, that's it's never a good look. It's mm. never a good look for a player of his calibre and stature. No. Let's just be honest. He's a, he's a bit of an idiot, isn't he? he? Is like, big, big you, idiot. You, big idiot. You've, you've, you've got this platform, and, you know, and he would know within himself that anything that he says or does will be... Magnified and um, there's always eyes, isn't there? Like on a gaming live stream or wherever, you know, whatever you do, if it's something wrong or whatever the case, whatever you say is going to be, you know, around the world in seconds. And he said that he didn't fully understand the impact that it would have for saying this slur. But I think, I think if you don't know the impact, then the smart thing to do is just keep, don't, yeah, don't say it Mm. to millions of people. And that, like, as you know, celebrities will use that word. Like, you've got to understand the impact. Like, you say, say LeBron, you know, you can use your platform for good mm. um, if you're aware of how to use it. Yeah. But, you know, players like that and what he's come out and said, you know, you need to be aware of the consequences if you don't sure. know how to use it right. Yeah. Um, although, yeah. So, a one-week, yeah, it's, it's a very grey area, isn't it? Because you, 
Well, it's, it's not a grey area, but it's an area that, you know, people don't like to talk about. Mm. Exactly. Um, it's not so much the fines and how long he had off. He's just got a bad reputation now. Yeah, know? and this certainly taints his yeah. um, reputation for sure. Um, but, yeah, certainly hope that he – I know I think he's got to go to a anti-racism like or counselling yeah. or something of the kind just to yeah. kind of smart him up a little bit more. Mm. Educate um, himself, yeah. And I'm sure a lot of, like – these courses are done for the whole league as a whole. Like there's, you know, social media training and all these different things. So it's really a surprise that he's kind of come out and, yep. um, you know, made this racial oh, slur. Yeah. Um, really so certainly hope he pulls his head in and gets, you know, educated accordingly. For sure. Uh, free agent Ersan Ilyasova has signed with the Utah Jazz for the remainder of the season. Handy player, um, can knock down the three ball. Again, it's a player who certainly won't hurt their roster. No. Um, and their roster's just... I tell you what, the West is going to be absolutely a, just carnage in the yeah, playoffs. You know, we've seen um, the Phoenix only a couple of games back now in second. You've still got the Lakers, Clippers, Denver, Portland. The list goes on and on and on. Um, it is stacked. It really is. Um, yeah, that's a, that's a good pickup and it sort of adds to their existing depth that they have already. They've got underrated depth, the Utah Jazz. They do. Some, some I of think these... I kind of called them out for having a lack of depth earlier on, but the yeah. players they've... They're, they're not notable players, yeah. I don't think. They're not household names, but they get the job done, you know, night in, night out. So very handy pickup. I've heard the um, the Celtics are really looking to fill Gordon Hayward's void because they've been chasing um jeremy grant like he's going out of fashion they've apparently offered him multiple first round picks a lot of oh, a lot hmm. of different trade options but um he's not budging hasn't his stocks rise this year i know we've yeah. spoken about him in the most improved category yeah um he has really gone from a position in denver where you know he was maybe a fourth option or mm. whatever mm. to yep. you know a clear first option and really embraced that role he's been fantastic. I, I mean, it's no surprise that multiple teams are chasing his services. I don't think he wants to go back to that third to fourth role. No. And the, the reality is that if he goes to the Boston Celtics, he'll definitely be most likely the third or fourth role. Yeah. Um, whereas in Detroit at the moment, clear number clear one option. Clear number one. Um, number one. And yeah, he's had a he's had a great season, you know, being that leading guy for Detroit. So not really surprising that um, you know, he's not really showing too much interest in, you know, regressing back to that Third or fourth row. Tell you what, though, wouldn't you love to pick him up? Oh yeah! As soon as I saw the ru- the rumors, I was like, "Oh, handy pickup." In saying that, probably not the guy, guy that we necessarily need. need. Yep. Um, need yeah. a big man, but you know, I don't know when that's coming. At this stage, we've wanted one for a long time now, and that still hasn't come. It's no. like wishing for rain in the desert, isn't it? Right? <laughs> it that's is, it. unfortunately. Uh, fellas, do you have anything else from the NBA? There, just news on the LeBron front and his MVP um, race and whatnot. When he was asked by a reporter, I believe it was, whether he's gonna, you know, rest a bit more. Um, during the second half of the season, he replied, it's go time. So it's go time. It is go time. Him. Well, I think from, you know, here on out, it is go time. Yeah. Because yeah. it feels as if Embiid, and probably Jokic has overtaken him, but Embiid yeah. might be just pulling away a little bit now. Mm, um, yeah. I know Embiid sat yesterday. He's a game-time decision for today. So hopefully, not hopefully, you never like to say that, but if he can miss a few more games, <laughs> LeBron could certainly make that ground up. Yeah, Because um, it is going to be an absolute sprint to the finish line mm. now. Uh, he's certainly in and around the picture. Yeah, for sure. A uh, couple of just quick NBL points here for me, just a couple of quick ones. Uh, the New Zealand Breakers have leapt, o- leapt over the uh, Cairns Taipans, so they now, now sit bottom. Yep. Uh, whilst the Perth Wildcats are closing in quickly on Melbourne United, they're playing some really good ball with Bryce Cotton leading that team. On the Josh Giddy front, oh, I've, here we I've, go. I've, I've got to put a bit of news in. Now, he had an absolute ball-out session against the uh, the Bullets the other night. They went down 109 to 104. That probably should have won it. They were in control for the majority of the game. But he put up 19 points, 8 rebounds, 11 assists, oh. was 8 of 12 from the field. His composure at 18 is elite. Uh, he really showed a strong mid-range game as well in this mm. one. And just he, he just controls the tempo so well. Um, from all reports as well for the draft, he's, he looks like he's going to be the uh, consensus number one international pick taken. Mm, yeah. um, so, and he looks like a clear cut, clear cut uh, first round pick. So, his stocks, if he keeps playing like this, a near triple double, nearly twenty point triple double. He's going to soar up the rankings. His draft stocks are rising. Um, in any other year, like if it was last year, for example, I think he'd be, probably be a top 
five pick. Uh, yes. But yep. I think because uh, the next draft is so strong, oh, it is stacked. It's going to be t- it's going to be t- tough to crack that top five. In saying that, he's definitely going in the first round. Like definitely. I think people who aren't paying attention to the NBL or aren't paying attention to Josh Giddy in general yep. don't actually understand that he will make an impact for whatever team he's drafted to. Hundred percent. He's people have said he's had a better season than Lamelo Ball did last year, and look how Lamelo's performing now. So, and it's just interesting as well. Like we've got you know Cade Cunningham, who's you know bowling out, but he's doing it in college, and like we yeah, saw last yeah. year with Lamelo, RJ Hampton, these guys are doing that against you know professional elite, you know grown men. Mm-hmm. Um, he looks phenomenal. I'm really riding this one high. Hopefully, he can keep putting up performances like this, and uh, I'm looking forward. I'll have to check the draft boards and. Uh, you know, see where he's at yeah, for yeah. next week. Absolutely. Great stuff, fellas. Odds and ends done and dusted. All-Star Weekend. Now, it's come and gone. Um, it, was, just, it wasn't even All-Star Weekend. It no, was All-Star, All-Star Day, Day really. Yeah. And that's... Was it just sh- didn't feel the same, did it? Not now, at all. It felt a bit rushed. Um, the intensity, I know, didn't feel as good as last year. But nevertheless, it's come and gone. We'll, uh, you know, we'll kind of go into it a bit. If you haven't seen the highlights from the contest, guys, go check them out. Uh, we'll start with the skills contest. Yeah. Now, Sabonis knocked off Randall in the first round. Um, he went all the way to the final where he faced off against Vucevic, who took care of Covington in the first round, um, and CP3 in the mm. second round. Yeah. Um, Sabonis beat Doncic in the second round. So it was Sabonis and Vuce. Now, just a quick question before we kind of mention what happened. Mm. The big men seem to be dominating it. Last year we had Bam win it. This year we had Sabonis and Vooch in the final. Yeah. This is a surprise, isn't it? You'd think it'd be more suited to the smaller guard-type player, like, the, you know, CP3 or, a, you know, something of the kind. Yeah, I mean, that? I mean, I think um, big men um, and their skills do get underrated and looked by a bit, like, especially Sabonis. His footwork in the paint and just his, his skills asset in general go through the roof, and I think... People look past that a bit because the guards seem to be a bit more flashier and whatnot yep. with their skills, but credit to them. Well, certainly in the last, yeah. you know, since the, the turn of the century, the big man, their skill set has improved considerably. Like, watching them take the threes now, um, it was, actually, that was a point I made, how flat, um, you know, Sabonis' shots were compared to Vooch's. Vooch's yeah. were coming down with snow on them. Yeah, he's got know. some serious arc. Yeah. But, um, Get into what happened. So Yeah, so it was pretty close in the final there. Um, came down to them both shooting threes. Um, but because Sabonis' were flatter, a bit quicker, he was able to get more shots off. And, yeah. you know, law of averages, he, he made one. Um, but, yeah, well, it wasn't a bad competition. That like, was it a was, good It was solid. Yeah. Like, the, the skills contest, it certainly doesn't get fanfare that the three-point contest or the no. the dunk contest get. Um, mm. But, yeah, again, it was a pretty stacked lineup. Um, you know, I one of the funniest bits for me was um, in the sec- uh, first round, Vooch taking on Covington. Yeah, um, Rob Gov. And hearing Shaq just saying, shoot that bitch <laughs> repeat. He was, um, he was wanting that ball to be, be tossed up real quickly. So Who did we have our money on? Oh, I, I had mine on Don. I, I had the Don. Um, you had one of the big men, I think. Did I? Say you had Randall, I think. Yeah, Wait, I think you did. Did I? And yeah. I had Vooch, and God, he yeah. did me proud. If Vooch won that, I would have been through the roof because I said to you guys last week, you got to look at the guy who looks like he's not winning it, yeah. and you got to pick him, and he almost did, and yes. I was so sad he didn't. But I love uh, the Sabbath, so did, good did on the him. Sabbath? Did he? I. Don't, don't quote me on it. Was he against Bam in last year's final? Yeah. Yeah, yeah I think was. Bam won that one. He did. Yeah. So he's um, so he got, he got his just desserts, didn't he, which is nice. The commentators said it, and I agree with them looking back on it. Why And why do you think that a lot of um, the skills contest players are too relaxed and they're like act too cool to, yeah. like, they're, they're just dribbling it up the court? Why and do they do that? That's, hmm. And that probably goes on the whole All Star, the whole you know, set up of it all yeah. from the game to the contest. Yeah. It just seems too casual. Like, and that's why last year we rave about it because in the game, and we'll get to that shortly, the intensity was there. Like yeah. watching the skills contest is just watching a painter. eye kind of, there's just nothing writing on it. Is there yeah, at the end of the day, there needs to be something a bit more competitive. Like even if they get to donate um, some money to some people, yep. just just have a bit more riding on it so there's just a bit more competition. Like, I love it that they're smiling and they're having fun, but they're, mm. like, Luka Doncic and 
Chris Pole even. You thought they'd come out on top and they were just like... like you you want to see, you know, them going at it, don't yeah, you? you yeah. Because it's it's just boring when it's, mm. you know, just going through the motions. Yeah. Um, I 100% agree with that point, mm. 100%. As, as they were mentioning throughout the broadcast, the, the actual skills challenge comes down to whoever can make that pass. Yeah. That because is. the guy who was missing the pass in the first instance was usually losing that challenge. Well, Doncic struggled. That's where he really <laughs> fell yeah. behind yeah. Um, Sabonis in that second round there. And yeah. He should have been fresh. Him and CP got the yeah. first round by. I mean, CP3 missed a layup. <laughs> yeah, I know. Yeah. I did see That's that. Right. Yeah. So yeah. that just kind of shows, like, you watch a game, he's... He's making a hundred of a hundred, you know, clear sure. layups, yeah. no pressure. Why hasn't the Yoker been in the skills contest yet? Now I that re- I think of it, I reckon he's due for one. He over is the next due. Week. He, he is. is. Where's yeah. he been? He is due, but um, yeah, I'd like to say that. Maybe we should just have all big men because yeah. they seem to play with a bit more intensity. We'll get Cantor, Yoki, Jim Beads. Imagine Cantor going for the, uh, the yeah, big layup. I actually think it's more entertaining seeing like seeing the two big guys yeah. go up against each other in comparison to two guards. Yeah, I don't know. It's just it's something about it, like seeing them two lanky, dopey looking kind of doing a wave in between the. Uh, <laughs> Do you know what I also didn't get? Why Chris Pohl and Luka Doncic like got that step in front of everyone? Uh, like, I think it was just a random draw. Um, no, apparently it was, it was. Oh no, it was, it was most just, all-star appearances, wasn't it? Something like that, but but like yeah. there was enough players for them to verse each other. I don't know why they got the nod ahead. You know. Yeah, I, like I don't get it. <laughs> you you would have thought, regardless regardless of all-star appearances, that they all all would have started out on the same level, uh, level but. Clearly not. It's weird. I just don't get why they did that. Oh, well, that step ahead didn't have any impact whatsoever. No, not at all. Uh, we'll look ahead to the dunk contest. Now, I think your pick, Lee, um, Anthony Simons yeah, took dance. this one out over Obi Topin and Cassius Stanley. Mm. Um, Stanley's first dunk got him 44, uh, whilst Topin, Topin went for 48 and Simmons 46. Yeah. Um, Stanley's second dunk, he showed some mad hops on that. Um, but it was a pretty stock standard dunk. Yeah. Um, seeing as he was behind, he should have really gone for it. It was just a basic, he just showed some hops and that was it. He only got 37 yeah. for that one. I still think his first dunk got slept on a bit, though. Mm, I he, think it did. He made it look so easy, and that's probably yeah. what um, hurt him in the end. Yeah. Um, he's such a seamlessly good dunker. Um, I would have liked he, to be on, on that second dunk because he's got some, he, he's got hops. He should have gone for something should crazy. Should have shown it then. Um, so he finished with 81. Mm. Um, Simmons 360 Simons I keep saying Simmons Simmons. bloody Benny Got Benny Simmons on my mind Uh, Simons 360 Very reminiscent of the McGrady 2000 dunk That was Had the uh, Had the McGrady shirt on as well Um, Netted him 49 So he finished with 95 Yeah Yeah. Um, And Tobin's second jump He was He just soared over two Knicks players Randall there as well Mm. Um, Landed him 46 He finished with 94 So Stanley with 81, Simons 95, and Topin 94. So it was Simons and Topin in the final. Um, Topin went left hand to right hand under the under the under the leg. Yep. That was a pretty sick dunk. Oh, that yeah, was, a, was he incredible. moves for a big man. Like he he's does, got some yeah. hops. He's got some uh, bit of flair about him. Uh, so that was his his final jump. Uh, Simons went up and kissed the rim, nearly. Almost. Nearly. <laughs> he would have got knocked the F out if, he, <laughs> he if his face hit that rim. <laughs> what was it? Wade or someone was saying, put a mouth yeah, guard in and kiss it. <laughs> yeah. Just kiss it, man. Yeah. You've got the money to pay for the dental work. Kiss <laughs> it. He was close, though. He was. Um, so in that one, in the final voting from the five ju- judges, Simon's won three to two. Mm. What no, did I we just, think of this? Yeah, one? I just want to get an area of what you guys thought about it. <laughs> Or I can go first. I'm happy to yeah, say exactly what I thought. Go for gold. Oh, he's not going to... And not... I don't want to bash these guys at all, but it's safe to say... You're bash them. That's <laughs> what you say just before you bash someone. It's, it's safe to say out of the almost 20 years of my existence, this was, without a doubt, the most boring dunk yeah. contest I've ever seen. Yeah. And it's probably... I'd say it's probably 35% their fault and what? what's that? Uh, 65? 65%. Quick math. 65% <laughs> the... the not the league's fault, but... The guys just, who chose the dunkers? Not not that, and just the, the fact that there was no fans. That was the big thing. This dunk contest is entirely built on how the the dunkers can get the yeah. fans out of their mm, seat and how yeah. they can get them riling up. But and it felt really rushed. It was a bit... Well, it was at halftime, yeah. so it had to be. But when you've got no fans, you've got to work with what you've got around you and what they had around them was the camera. And I think that's why Anthony Simons won, because... 
he put on the McGrady jersey, blew yeah. a kiss to the camera. You've just got to you've just got to work with what you've got around you. Yeah, definitely. Um, no, certainly not going to bash any of the guys. I think they did as well as they could have with kind of, as you said, the environment that mm. was given, the time, you know, restrictions. Mm. Um, yeah, Simon's though. It's, it, I, you know, it's what did Ray, Ray liked it maybe. I didn't actually realise he had that in him, to be honest with you. No, yeah, he was. He jumps high, that boy. Yeah, well, he's his got first massive hops. Dunk where he got the other ball off the. Uh, he got the ball off. Yeah, um, a little, little mini ledge that was yeah. another two feet up. That was pretty sick too. Oh, his eyes were above the rim, which says it all. He's crazy. He's six three, I think. But what was your guy's favourite dunk out of this um, dunk hunter? To be honest, I kind of just based on his size liked Tobin's final. Um, yeah, the left one. hand to right hand yeah. under the leg. Yeah, I thought he made it look pretty seamless. Yeah, I just for the nostalgia's sake of things, yeah. I like the Tracy yeah. Brady reenactment. To be honest with you, he did a damn good job of. He did a good job. Um, my favourite one though was the Obi Topin's first dunk. I think yeah. that was just so smooth and clean, and yeah. he put it down. Ugh. Like it, disgust it, like it. So that that was that one. We had the three point competition. Um, so we had Jason Tatum. He started with a solid round twenty five. Uh, Levine came in with twenty two. He started which you don't see that often. He started with the money ball rack. Mm, yeah, interesting. Uh, Mike Conley came out and hit 27 in the first round. Yeah. Five of five from his money ball rack from mm-hmm. the top of the key. Uh, Mitchell with 22. Curry knocked down 31 in his first round, <laughs> went four of five on the money rack and hit one of the Mountain Dew three-pointers. Um, so, you know, in the final we had Tate. And he's Conley not going to say Curry. it was so bad that Nick didn't even mention Jalen Brown. I did. I wasn't, I wasn't bothering. <laughs> wasn't in it. What did he end with? It was, it was, it was something. It was like 17 yeah. or something. I, you I, know what? He made up for it with that turnaround three in the All-Star game. He did. Oh, yeah. God. I, I was going to put him down and I was like, if you don't, if you don't get so 20, bad. you're not getting mentioned. No, no. And um, he was my pick. But yeah. <laughs> I was just going for the big smokes. Well, your, my pick didn't even end up participating yeah. in Devin yeah, Booker. So. That doesn't help. <laughs> I didn't say it on air, but Steph was my... <laughs> of course he was. Um, in the final round, we had Tatum. He was only able to get 17 in, yeah. in his round. Um, I don't think we thought he was going to get it. Mike Conley, though... Came out, put up 27. He went 5 of 5 on the last rack, had 4 of 5 on his money rack, and hit a Mountain Dew 3. So yeah. 27, that uh, put the pressure on I think Steph. It brought him to 28, did it? Or 27. Not? Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Curry came out. He started pretty slow in that first rack. It was Real like, shaky. Oh, Real here shaky. we go. Conley's in it. Yeah. Um, he's, he's then come out and hit both of the Mountain Dew three point balls. He won it on the last money ball in the fifth rack. Yeah. He got 25, uh, 28, should I say. Yeah. Goes with his 2015 win. Are you surprised? No. no. Was <laughs> no. this was this ever in doubt? No, never. Well, it was um, for a little while when um, Mike Conley was on fire. Conley. I tell you what, both rounds he was solid as 27 in both rounds. He looked good. Super impressive for a guy who's come in as a late inclusion. And there were people criticising the late inclusion as well, saying surely there were other players who deserved to be in this more. But he came out and almost stole this off Steph Curry, who many thought would just come in and breeze to the finish line. It wasn't the case. The, but the killer though, and like you see, you know, players like Trey. Damien Lillard, Steph, mm. who make that range beyond the three-point yeah. just look effortless. Yeah. That's yeah. what separates Curry yeah. and Conley, isn't it? Like, it Conley, yeah. that's bread and butter for Steph, yeah. um, as we saw in the final, making both of them. Um, oh, I've got a sneeze. <laughs> <laughs> no, I don't. But a little it, tickle. If you, a quick question. If you uh-huh. had someone shooting for your life from the arc, who would it be? It's Steph. It would have to be Steph. He's yeah. the greatest shooter in NBA history. Um and, you know, it was good to see him win. Like, it would have been good to see someone new win, but it just kind of reiterates how great he is. Okay, I've got one. If you've got someone shooting from the half for your life, who are you picking? Now, oh. here we go. This will tie in with the All-Star game, won't it? Now, yeah. who do you pick? Who do you pick? Because it's, it's going to be one of two, I'm picking my brother, Damien Hancock. <laughs> Big Damien. Dame. I'm picking Louis. Dame Dollar. I, I, um, it's a good pick, and I reckon they're pretty much on even... Even oh. terms at the moment. He can just do you, put it up. How do you pick it? Um, I would say Dame. Yeah, yeah, oh. yeah. logo Lillard. I'd probably go Dame as well, to be honest. And that, yeah. and that's saying something because, as we were mentioning before, Steph is the greatest shooter of all time, greatest, I reckon, three-point shooter when it's all said and done. So, um, yeah. Yeah, that's a tough one to pick, isn't I mean, it? I feel like Dame... Um, Flip a coin. No, I feel like Dame can hit more from the half from any position he's in. I think he could throw it over his head and still get it in. The most uncomfortable positions, he's still knocking it down. Yeah, maybe that's the thing. He's probably just 
a little more consistent from that range. Yeah. If you take a couple of steps in, I'd take Steph. Yeah. But mm. if you're going from half court, I'd probably say Dame. Yeah. And to be honest, I feel like I like Dame a bit more. <laughs> do you? Um, I do. Yeah, I do. And so I feel like even if my life really? was on the line and yeah. he missed it, and my life was gone. I feel like I'd be like, oh, good day. No yeah, worries. With a smile on yeah. your face. No wow, that's surprising. So you... you... I mean, I called... I don't call Steph my brother. I call no. Dame my brother. I, I like um Dame. I wouldn't say a lot more, but I know I like him more. Again, that's... um. Oh, these are hard questions. These are the hard-hitting questions <laughs> that people want to know the answers to. I think to. also because he's a bit of an underdog and he's yeah. still sticking by his team. Yeah. Not um, that Steph isn't. <laughs> I think I think I just like the joy that Steph plays with. Like, he's always, yeah. oh, he's majority of the time, smiling. Yeah. He's loving the game, whereas Dame is just a stone-cold-faced yeah. killer. He is, isn't he? Um, yep. All right, let's move ahead, fellas, to the All-Star game. Okay. and We'll talk a little bit more about mm. both of those players. Um Overall, though, a solid three-point contest. Happy? It was, to it be, was on, good, To yeah. be honest with you, it was probably my highlight of All-Star Day, to 100%. be honest. Yeah. Yep, I agree. Um, mm. Just quickly, do you think it's overtaken in terms of, I guess, hype and excitement, overtaking the dunk contest? The three-point contest yeah. this year? or just, oh, do, no. do, do you just think in general it's I, overtaken? I, I think it changes on a year-to-year basis mm. depending on who's in each individual contest this I year. Because if you put Levine and Gordon in the dunk contest, it's going to be a different highlight story. central. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, so yep. I think this year certainly the three-point contest was more anticipated from my perspective anyway. Very diplomatic answer. <laughs> well done, Roy. Um, All-Star game, we had Team LeBron winning 170 to 150 uh, halfway through the second quarter. They really just put the foot down and never looked back. Uh, it was effectively over by yeah. halftime. Mm-hmm. Did we have any money on it? No. I did. did just because I, I put it on with 30 seconds left to, to bet on it, and I did it because they were going through the lineups. I was thinking, oh, Team LeBron have LeBron, such and such. And then I saw Giannis. I was like, they have Giannis. Oh, so you got on Team LeBron. Yeah. What were they paying? Like a fifty. still. Yeah. But still, but it's still pretty e- easy money. Easy, yeah, it easy was. money. It it's, was. Like, it's easy. It was yeah. like that though, wasn't Good it? Good win. Yeah, Good win. Nice. It was like that because you see the starters come out and you see LeBron, then you see Giannis, then you see Steph, and then you see so Dave and, and, and Luca. Yeah, and, yeah. Uh, it's, like, it's ridiculous. Taking the piss. <laughs> yeah. So the yokes. Yeah, the, it was really. Um, we might talk. Uh, we'll talk about that now, yeah. and then we'll talk but, a bit more okay. about the game. Did you? Like, it never really felt in doubt that Team LeBron was just never, really. you know, wipe the floor. Yeah. Um, well, yeah. and and particularly after the first three quarters, going into that last quarter, it would have taken a miracle for Team Durant to come back and win that one. Given that Team LeBron did all the damage in the second, they actually looked like they were playing with a bit of intensity in the second, yeah. and Team Durant still looked like they were playing the old mm-hmm. old school format of the All Star game. Didn't help that Devin Booker was out. We had jo- Joel Embiid and Ben Simmons both yeah. sit out uh, due to COVID. COVID contact. Contact. COVID contact what tracing. Yeah. That's a mouthful. Try yeah. saying that. COVID contact tracing. Got it. Yeah. Um, a few big names out. So sure. that God, certainly did God, they played it close, though. Like, this is why we are saying, or this is why some people were saying don't have it, because it was literally the morning yeah. of the All-Star game. They got cold out because their barber had COVID or something mm. like that. Like, it's just too close. Yeah. Yep. Imagine, imagine if they went into the game and then you have all the best players in the league sit out for two weeks. Well, uh, just the money that would be lost would just be incredible. Incredible. Yeah. Um, yeah. So once you kind of lost those two, it was kind of that's when effectively I put, yeah. over, wasn't it? Like yeah. you knew, okay, if there was ever a chance, Eddie's gone. Yeah. Um, it doesn't help. We had Giannis win the MVP. He put up thirty-five points, seven rebounds, three assists, sixteen of yeah. sixteen shooting. <laughs> that got it for three me. of three from deep. He was Are on you a, kidding? He was on a mission from the get-go. He he was going hard at the rim every single time. He did hit three three pointers as well. Yeah, so. I know that dirty bank shot he had. Yeah. I mean, to be honest, I was going to say that, but uh, we're going to get into our favourite parts. But that was my favourite part. Those bank shots were absolutely disgusting. They, they were. The way it left his palms was horrendous, <laughs> and they just did the most ugliest banking. And you see his reaction to getting them. He's like, yeah. "Oh yeah, yeah. right." Yeah. <laughs> that doesn't happen. Oh no, no, I don't think so. And you see, you saw that video of him and Yoga like oh, uh, like that, yeah. was, that was great. Oh, I love another it, notable point. Um, CP3 had 16 assists and he became oh. the all-time highest assist leader in All-Star history, overtaking Magic Johnson. 128 now. 128. 16 points, 
Six, uh, 16 assists, 6 points and 8 rebounds, 3 steals. He had a game, didn't he? He did, did. Yeah. Imagine putting 16 assists up in an all-star I, game. I actually think he was on a mission before the game to overtake Magic. Because so. this you. could have potentially oh, it, might have one more, maybe. Oh, but, yeah. You know, yeah, I, I, yeah. I agree. He yeah. definitely went out with the intent to, you know, just well, go he, for it. He's yeah. a veteran in this aspect. Now, I don't know if you saw, but they were posting it all on Instagram. His first all-star game, and he was like, he couldn't stop saying how nervous he was. Yeah. And you see him now, it's it's like butter for him going out there. He's just... Yeah. He, he, he looks good, doesn't yeah, he? He, he does. just looks like... We, he's we, like LeBron, isn't he? We kind of... We, we do look over him because yeah. LeBron is... Um, getting on and he's still amazing. But for Chris Paul's age, he's got he's thirty five. Yeah, yeah, thirty six maybe. Yeah, yeah. But he's been phenomenal. Like we saw the way he led that OKC team last year. The way he's developing this Suns team. They're the mm. number two seed, only a yeah. game or two back of first. Yeah. Uh, every single team he's been on has been a contender. I, I had seen that, <laughs> and every team like their win total goes up. Yeah. Um, yeah. So it just kind of illustrates what. A force he's been for so long. For sure, yeah. Now, here's a question. So, Dame and Curry, they went blow for blow trading <laughs> yeah. some of the deepest threes you'll see. Yeah, yeah. Um, I reckon one of my favourite moments, like we had Dame with his three from mm-hmm. about half court to win it, but Curry hitting the corner three and then pretty much as oh, soon yeah. as the ball left his hand, giving the spin around back to the basket. Yeah. That was sick. The mm-hmm. confidence... He has in his abilities. Yeah. And the funniest thing was just prior to that, I can't remember if it was Shaq, but it was one of the commentators had said, we need Steph to do one of these turnaround three-point shots. And just after they mentioned it, he did it. And, the, and the commentary box went off. It was it was great. Speaking of, um, you remember when Dame hit the half-court shot and then Steph followed it up with just another one, yeah. um, like straight after. It's so symbolic of both their seasons. They're pretty much head and head in terms of stats this season. Mm, yep. Um, yep. And that, that those shots just symbolised that, I feel like. Would you... Because both of them had incredible games. Um, would you have had... Do you think Giannis was the deserved MVP? Definitely, without a doubt. So, yeah. Yep. Uh, yeah. Yeah? He yeah. was. Yeah. Um, you know, it's not even just the fact that he was 16 from 16, which is incredible, by the way, but he, he did look like the most dominant player on the floor and I don't know if it was because he he was fine for that all-star MVP he definitely looked like he was playing a bit more seriously than a lot of the others particularly yes. early <laughs> on doing the damage early on um so but he was the MVP um just quickly as well we had it after the game we had um Chris Paul uh not Chris Paul Paul George just too many Pauls and Chris's and Chris's <laughs> and Pauls um admitting that Dame's half-court shot or pretty much half-court shot a couple of years ago that knocked OKC out of the playoffs. Mm. Um, at the time, he said it was a bad shot. Um, he's come <laughs> yeah. around and admitted that it's a great shot. Yeah. Um, in the heat of the moment, you say it's a bad shot, yeah. though, don't you? But that just... And it's good that he's finally acknowledged that because it is. Mm. Dame is just... Yeah. Yeah. The percentage he shoots the yeah. ball at from, you know, that area plus is yeah. just yeah. unparalleled. I think, I think he's the most clutch player in the league. Is that just me? Uh, no, I certainly I, think he's yeah, up there. I would agree, actually. Up there, I think he's the best. I do think he's the best. Uh, most clutch the player in clutch, the league. Most yeah. clutch player. I think he is. Yeah. I I'm, I think so. Yeah, probably. Yep. Yeah. Well, I was talking about um Chris Paul's first game nerves. God designed Williamson couldn't convert an alley-oop dunk to yeah, save he was, his life. <laughs> he, wasn't, he wasn't doing much. <laughs> and I felt on, bad he? for him. There was nothing riding on it, but he just couldn't knock one down. Yeah, well, he's going to have plenty of chances. He's going to be yeah. in the next ten to fifteen, you'd yeah, say for sure. Yeah. Um, Mike Conley played his first All Star game. Here's a question: Do you think for him, for his legacy, it would have been better to not play, to go down as probably the greatest player to have never been in no. an All Star game? I see where you're coming from, but no, I think he's. I think he certainly deserved at least one All Star appearance. Yep. Um, particularly in his uh, earlier days in his career, he, um, when he was playing for the Memphis Grizzlies, he was dominant, and I think he should have been in an All Star game earlier than he has, you know, been selected for one. Well, here's my thoughts on it. I think it would have been better to not have got it this year, mm-hmm. and if he doesn't get another chance to go down as the best player, to have never been in an All Star game. But yeah. I would have liked to have seen him got one a few years ago and next year. One where there's fans, where it's a proper all-star yeah. weekend. Yeah. Gotta uh, hope next year is that that's the case. You can only hope, but you never know. Well, the intensity, the big thing, and we mentioned last week, the big thing missing this year was Kyle Lowry, wasn't it? Mm, yeah. We had yep. no one taking charges or just being a, a little pig in the final quarter, even though the game was effectively over. Yeah. It was just 
it was good. It was a solid game. It was a solid all-star day, but it wasn't to, I guess, our expectations have been set higher yeah. since last year. I know yeah, mine have. For sure. Yeah. Um, you know, last year, the, the three-point contest, great. The dunk contest was great, even though the result was a bit of a stooge up to Levine. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, the skills challenge with Bam. Might have just been because we were watching it on holiday as well. We yeah. enjoyed it a lot more. Yeah, but sure. you didn't even see the game. You're at work. I mean, you were at on, soccer or something. Yeah, on the weekend. Yeah, yeah. I missed the game in live time. I rewatched the whole game. <laughs> yeah, um, I you didn't on, miss it. You didn't miss it. I had it on one point five speed. Oh jeez, I, I was just. Jeez, like, that would have been flying. She up was. And down the she was rapid. I was just <laughs> end to end. It was incredible. Jokic was like you said, bolt. Up and down. <laughs> um, but yeah, certainly next year, hope it is. A little, there needs to be something implemented to increase yeah, the intensity. Yeah, for sure. Um, yeah. Fans, I think that's. That helps. No, that's the only thing that was missing, I think, this year, to be and Kyle Lowry, of course. But <laughs> of if, course. They had the, if they had the fans in that arena, that would have been a whole different game. Yeah. You know? Yeah, I agree. But it's come and gone. Another year we count down to do it all again next year, fellas. For sure. Yeah. All right. Let's look ahead to Hero of the Week. Believe it or not. Very good, fellas. Hero of the week. Who wants to? Ch- I feel like I've been passing the bucket a little bit. Maybe I should step up. To you the, went uh, first last week, did I? And I went first about a thousand weeks. I, I kept going. I think yeah, it's Rose. Yeah. Rose turn. Right, yeah. I'll kick us off. More than happy to kick us off this week. Good stuff. Um, I've gone with Adam Silver. Oh, hey. Yes. Um, he's, uh, I guess, in a time of uncertainty in the NBA, and we don't even know, you know, from day to day whether the season's going to continue as the coronavirus continues to wreak havoc over there. But given all the uncertainty, the fact that he was still able to organise the All-Star yeah. day mm-hmm. to go ahead, and ultimately it was, the be- it was to the benefit for the fans of the NBA, we know that they would have made a heap of money off it and we know it's a business and they probably had to do it to for financial purposes. But uh, I think a big reason is that he knew how big of a impact it is. It's a tradition, isn't it? It is a tradition and, you know, fans look forward to it every single season. I think he's a hero for the simple fact that given all the uncertainty and given the unpredictability, he was able to still... Organise a great all-star day. Probably wasn't the best that we've seen, but um, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm. He's one of the best leaders in professional sport in the world, without I think. a doubt. The last, is, I think, he is the best leader. After 24 months, the role he has done, setting yeah. up the bubble when you know other sports, the MLB, NHL, mm. NFL, everything was crumbling. He yeah. was kind of the one figure that was able to keep the ship afloat. Yeah, um, he is without a doubt just. You know, you can't commend him enough for what he's done. Uh, certainly, I don't envy the role he's been in because no, some no. of the decisions he's had to have made would have been incredibly tough. For incredibly sure. tough. And they would have um, they would have lost a lot of money over that COVID period. And I know they'd still have money out the bumhole, but like they <laughs> like they raised um, like one point two five million for Team LeBron's um, whatever their foundation was, and yeah. like five hundred thousand for KDs. So it's just yeah. massive. Absolutely, um, great one there, Roy. I might follow you up now. Mine, my hero of the week is a hero of the week that's kind of hero of the season. I've gone for Desmond Bain of the Grizzlies. Um, absolutely boy. left field. This is the probably first and only time he's ever going to get hero can, of the week. Can I just say, um, Nick, bef- and guys listening, before um, we we press play again, Nick says, oh, I hope you guys don't have my pick like we were going to have Desmond Bain. Dear <laughs> me. This is, this is interesting. This is, might be the most left field one I've chosen. Now, Go for it. Um, Desmond Bl- Bain, uh, this applies to, as I said, like his season as a whole as well, um, but I thought he kind of deserved a little mention. He's been very underrated, as has this whole Memphis team. Yeah. Uh, the Grizz won the, on the Thursday 127 to 112 versus the Wizards. Yeah. He had 20 points, four rebounds, an assist, a steal, seven of 13 from the field, and mm-hmm. five of eight from three. Okay. Now, as a rook, kind of forget he's a rookie because he just seems to play with such composure. Yeah. Yeah. Um, he was the 30th pick in this draft. He's a real hidden gem. He's having a great year. Averaging just under 10 points a game, three rebounds, an assist. 
He's shooting 45.5% from three. Oh, wow. Um, on about four attempts a game. Jeez. So that is nuts. He's putting up, you know, that 45.5%, that's that's crazy. Mm-hmm. Um, so I just thought I would give him a bit of love. He's had a good season. Probably so. Um, you know, we've spoken about the Lamellos, the Halliburtons, the Wisemans, et cetera, et cetera. But we haven't, I don't think we've actually... Now I'm just running through the mind. Mentioned his name. We never have. No. So I thought I'd show him a bit of love. Yeah. No, that's well deserved, and particularly playing on a team like Memphis. Unless you Jar Morant, you're probably not going to get a heap of attention. How good though? They currently sit in ninth. Um, they're you know only a game back of sixth, or sorry, game back of seventh. Mm. Yeah. Um, but how kind of they just fly under the radar? They like do, I know yeah. I. I think, again, I had them last this year, maybe. Oh, no, I had OKC. <laughs> I had OKC. Um, but they just go about their business, mm. you know, with no fuss. They've got, well, like, this core, this young core they've mm. got is going to do damage for the next decade if they stay together. Um, do we give um, Valley, Valentunas, enough credit? Like, he, no. had, a, he had a massive no. game. What was it, against the Wizards? 20, didn't he? Yeah, I, like 22 and 20 or something. Had an enormous game. But the other thing... With the, 29. 29. 29 points, 20. 20 rebounds and 3 assists. Jesus. Oh! Big he, boy things. He's been killing it. He mm. has been unreal this year. And another player, absolutely. Like, no one except for Jar do we probably give their enough recognition too. Mm. And the thing is, they've had him very important players out for large periods of the season so far. They had yep. Jar out for a long period of time. Jaron Jackson Jr. He's still out. They had Winslow out. Winslow. Yeah, Jackson Jr. still, still out. out. And they're, they're playing players like Xavier Tillman, yep. um, you know, Melton. They've got Tyus Jones. All these players who aren't household names. Mm. Yeah, they're just crushing it. And the points that they put up a lot of points. Mm. Yeah. You'd almost love for them to make the playoffs just as a feel-good story because no one expects them to make the playoffs. And they deserved think. it last year, didn't yeah. they? They were there until that bubble run happened. That's Portland right. got in. But they deserved, for the way they played the season, they deserved a look in. Agree. Uh, yep. So De- Desmond Bain, first oh. and last time I would have to imagine. That's mm. great. I like that. <laughs> I'll go. I'd, um, you will go. You're the only we one had, left. We, we talked about him a fair bit, but Connell's, I'd Mike Conley. Yeah. Um, yep. yep. I have him because he's been cut short so many times with that all-star game. Um, there was so much hate on him for get, for getting the nod for this <laughs> yeah. game. And we, we can also um, give this back to Adam Silver because he chooses the the mm-hmm. inclusions. Yep. Yep. Um, so Adam's put him in. If Curry had have missed that last shot, Mike Conley would have been walking away with that trophy. That's That's crazy, isn't it? That's crazy. And he didn't do a heap in the All-Star game, but what he did do is he was having a lot of fun. You could see a smile on his face, even though there was no fans Him and Chris Paul on the jump ball. Oh, God, that was fun. Love to see that. And I would have have loved to see Trey Young in, for example, but he's going to get countless... Countless yeah. all-star games. Mike Conley's thirty-three, so he's getting he's getting on. He's probably not going to have another all-star game, to be honest. But I'm I'm just proud of him. And I'm, I think the consensus is that Mike Conley's one of the best teammates that mm. anyone's ever had who's yep. ever played with him. Um, so you really love to see those guys who are really great human beings and really mm. great teammates get the credit that they deserve. So yeah, that's a that's a great pick. Fellas, brilliant work. Wrapping up, uh, Hero of the Week there, Roy, you had? Adam Silver. Adam Silver, love that. I had Desmond Bain of the Memphis Grizzlies, in case none of you knew who he was of the Grizzlies. And I had Mike Conley. Excellent. Fellas, huge episode. Before we end up, I've got a couple of quick questions. There we go. Love Uh, questions. Love questions. Love questions. Now, we're into the second half of the season now. Mm. It's going to be an absolute tear to the finish, as we alluded to. Now, I want you both to give me one team who you think might surprise in the second half and one team that you think will fizz out. Well, you give yours because I need to have a look. My team, I think the Pelicans, even though they're going to surprise. No, I think they're going to fizz out even more. Oh, God, yeah. Um, They're currently in 13th. They had a huge loss to the Wolves the other day. They were up by 16 in the first quarter, ended up losing by 35, I believe. Mm -hmm. I think they... Now, it's a shame because I was really high on them. They've got some mm. top-tier talent, yeah, yeah. but they just can't put it together. Um, so I think they're really going to fade. They're not going to get a look in, in the playoffs, yeah. Uh, okay. which I think will be a big blow. The team I think to watch out for, I think the Spurs. Mm-hmm. Now, we mentioned, I think in the bubble it was when LaMarcus mm. Aldridge was out last year, they were playing some of their best ball. Yeah. Now they've gotten rid of him, depending on what they can get back. Um, yeah, I yeah. think the Spurs currently in seventh. They could... Uh, 
I don't think they're title contenders, but I certainly think they're a tough out. Yeah, I agree. Uh, so I agree. I've gone two teams from the West. Okay, I'll go. I think uh, the Miami Heat are going to fizz out a little bit. They're, they're at five, and I think they're going to... Crazy that they're up to fifth after yeah. the start they had. Yeah, exactly. And I think that... I think they're going to not go down below 10, but I think they'll be in that play-in tournament, to be honest. Yep. Um, I'm not saying this for my surprise, because I have another surprise, but I, I'm really, really proud of my boys over at Charlotte. Like, they're they're sick. Oh, I think they're goodness. not going to go up or down. I really hope they stay there. But if for, they can stay there, that would yeah. be incredible. No, wouldn't it? But for my surprise also, I think the Spurs are playing insane. DeJounte Murray has been... Yeah. God, he's been amazing. DeRozan's... Um, but he should have... Now, I know a lot of people were saying he should have been picked over Conley and, you know, yeah, I, I probably should probably have been. been. He's yeah, been excellent. But it happens. But I think even them at seven are a bit of a surprise. So if they can stay there, maybe even creep up to that six, I think that'll be surprising. Excellent. Yeah, I like that. Um, I think Dallas have got a lot of improvement to go. I think they started off the season quite poorly and... Luka Doncic has provided some really great performances which have elevated them into the eighth spot in the West. So I certainly think, not that they're going to be a surprise, but I certainly think that they've got improvement, they've got upside. In terms of teams that I think will fizzle out, um, still, Lee's not going to like this. I'm still still not sold on Charlotte. And New York sitting inside that top eight. I know they've been they've been much better than anyone yeah. anticipated this year. But I look at some of the teams outside of the eighth. I'm looking at Toronto, Indiana, Indiana now with Levert back. <laughs> yeah, oh, even even Atlanta. I still think will be will be a playoff team. So um, I think Charlotte, and New York. Not that they'll fizzle out, but they might just drop a few spots. Not happening. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So, Lee, we're a couple of weeks into the contract now. You, we saw Scares go off again yesterday oh, down the end. God. He had a pretty quiet game, but he, he turned it on when needed. Yeah. Um, went over Detroit there. Mm-hmm. Things are just going along nicely. You're I still mean, happy? I'm very happy with I'm very pleased with my uh I reckon my if they win the title, you need to get a tattoo. Oh, I will. Can we I put will. that in writing? I'm oh, we should have made that in the contract. Oh. If the Hornets win the, yeah, you've the done 21 title. I'll, no, I'd get a scary Terry tattoo. Oh, oh, imagine that. That would be the best, <laughs> with best his, ever. With his disgusting sideburns. Oh, oh I love it. They don't I even connect it. to anything. He has, a, <laughs> he has a number one cut. Oh, my goodness. That would be insane. Um, one more question then. So, both conferences are pretty tight now mm-hmm. at the top, at the top there. Um, who do you think for each conference will finish as the number one seed? I think in the East, I... I think Brooklyn might pip the Philadelphia only 76ers. Only half a game back now. Only yep. half a game back. And for large periods of the season, they've only had two of their three superstars. Two of playing. their big four now. Yeah, yeah two of big their big four. four. Inclusion of Blake Griffin. Not that it's going to be <laughs> the difference, but it will certainly help. So I think the Eastern Conference, they may finish on top. Yep. In the West, this is a difficult one. Um, Utah have showed no signs of going anywhere below the top one or two spots. Um, in saying that, I, I'm still very... I still like the Lakers. Yeah. Um, I don't think they're going to get to one, though. You don't? Look, I'm going to go with... I'm going to stick with Utah. They've, they've, okay. showed, they've showed me the signs that they've, they can st- stick there, and I reckon they will be there for the majority of the season. Uh, I'll follow up. I've got the Nets um, number one in the East. I think it'll be really hard to... For Philly to hold on, yeah. Um, Why? I I just well we've seen today Simmons is out. Yesterday Embiid and Simmons was out. I think they might save a little bit of juice. But that was because they had COVID Um, tracing. It was, but I I think as well with just well it depends if Embiid really pushes for Mm. the MVP. I think they'll try and save a bit of life for the playoffs. Yeah, yeah. um, Yeah. Because we saw them, we've seen them fizz out the last couple of years. Mm. Um, So I think Brooklyn as well with their top tier talent, KD coming back. They'll get there. Um, in the West, I'm going the Suns. Oh, yeah, you are. I thought you might. I now, might. I I really like Utah. I'm certainly not going to bash on them. Um, the last week or so before the All-Star break, they had a couple of little slip-ups. I did, Whereas yeah. the uh, the Suns are, you know, trending in the other, I guess, direction. They are just on the absolute up. I think they've won, is it 17 of the last 19 or yeah, something? Yeah. Don't quote me on that. But they're on an absolute tear at the minute. Um, I think they might be able to make up a couple of games. Yeah. Let me ask this on one of the other 
previous podcast, but do you think that Phoenix are legitimately contenders in the pointy end of the season? Oh, oh, or do you think they'll get found out in the earlier rounds? Um, I think they'll. I, I don't think they'll get knocked out first or second. If that's what you're asking, uh, mm. do you mean in the, you mean in the playoffs more so, right? Just in the playoffs in general. At, like, how do you think? I think they'll go on the stretch. Do you think they could get to the finals? No. no. Oh no, they could get to um, Western Conference. Yeah, I certainly would probably have the Clippers, the Lakers over them. Um, mm. I just feel like they're a little piece away from being real. Genuine contenders. I just think the Lakers have. They haven't been um, bad whatsoever, but they're. They've had Anthony Davis missing for a while. You had that big piece in. No, but just just all their surrounding players are just. They're just not doing it for me. You know, I'm I'm still. Like Coos and KCP, I love them all. I love Caruso, but they're. I don't know. I think they're in first gear still. Yeah, that's that's the big thing, isn't it? Mm. They haven't had the need to switch on, and we kind of forget they had a real short break after this. Finals with Miami. Yeah, for um, sure. There's no reason to, you know, bust a nut yet, is mm. there? So, um, <laughs> Why would you use you that? You want to reword that? No, no. We'll roll with it. I'll go. We're using that sound bite. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no, Nick. Um, so I think when it's time to, you know, shift up, they'll be, uh, they've got plenty of gears yet to go. We, we go. <laughs> Yeah. Just a um, weird, weird, weird choice of words. Cool. So anyway. I'll do that one. Um, <laughs> God, for this Eastern Conference one, it's so hard because we've we've seen, obviously, KD out with the Brooklyn Nets, and they're still winning games. Yeah. But then we've seen, for Philly, we've seen Ben Simmons and Embiid out, and they're still winning mm. games, so it's really hard. Tobias Harris was great yesterday. It's both God, of them sat out. It I love great. him. Um, but I'm going with my heart over my head, and I'm... And my head, but I'm going to put Brooklyn up there just because I like them better. And no one I, mentioned the Bucks. No love for the Bucks. Nah, no, they, that, no, they'll be they'll be up there. They'll yeah. be probably top. They'll probably be in second or third spot. And then knock the out the first round. Perfect. <laughs> and but by the number six Hornets. Yeah, they will. Be. Could you imagine? <laughs> they imagine will. That, the, the three seeded Bucks lose to the sixth seeded they Hornets. Will. Incredible. Shaked out today. Incredible. And I'm uh, going to put in the Western Conference Utah Jazz yep. at that number one. God, they're just not losing. They don't lose. They have nine losses this year, 27 wins. Um, they're just in that mindset of win, 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 and they're not going to stop, in my opinion. I think their their win streak was quite scary as well because oh. they certainly didn't seem like they'd lose a game anytime soon. Yeah. And But we know in the back of our head each team is due to lose a game after a while or a few games after a while, so they did drop a few. But it's just shown that they can go in absolute tears and they can't be stopped by anybody. And I Just don't know where it's come from. What has made them... Well, they are a good team. Like They're a yeah. good team. I had them as my number one pick last year, and they didn't deliver on that. They're a good mm. team. They just... I don't know, maybe a year together. We've had a yeah. year of Mike Conley in the team. Um, it's all starting to fit together a little bit better. Yeah, um, agree. Yep. Yeah, so, fellas, the, the back half of the season, it's well and truly in full swing now. Exciting, yep. exciting stuff. Um, massive episode today, guys, as always. Now, check out our sponsors, InSport Card Culture, doing great things there. Um, as well, continue to check out all of our socials, Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, YouTube, TikTok. Um, our B-Rider Goodnight video will be up in the next couple of days, we promise. Um, so we do, we do, don't we? we uh, it'll be there. It will be there, yeah. Um, and continue to subscribe wherever you listen to the show. Drop your boys a couple of five-star rating reviews on Apple Podcasts. We're, also, uh, send us some messages on, on Instagram if you want. We love getting a couple of messages. Just, 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 just send us a good day. <laughs> no, just, just there, being like, oh, what do you think of the podcast and everything? Give us some suggestions. I don't mind. I just no, love absolutely. our fans. Yeah, we do. We're, we're the people's champions, aren't we? Oh, yeah. Um, we'll have to, next couple of weeks, we've got a few ideas installed. Have to do another mailbag. We love hearing your thoughts and opinions, answering your burning I, questions. I have a proposal for next week's episode, though. Do oh, you? On air. Yeah. How about right. we fire up the trade machine? Oh, it's about look due out. time. Look you out. know, the trade deadline's I, coming I, up. I'm a big fan of the trade machine. 25th of March, trade deadline. So I 25th we... of March, what are we today? The 13th, next week will be the 20th. So we'll be getting close to the deadline. Yeah, I'd um, say so. I, I like it. I yeah. like it. Yep. I like it. it. Um, I'm sure... 
within the week. We'll have a few trades to mention. LaMarcus Aldridge, his destination. God, get, get Drummond out of Cleveland. I'm Drum, sick of it. Drummond needs in, to move. He's in my fantasy and he's just sitting not even on the injury list. He's on out. <laughs> yeah, you hate to see that, oh, don't you? On vacation, I thought. <laughs> I hate it. Um, so a huge episode, yeah. Big week coming up next week. Uh, fellas, do you have anything else you want to get off your chest? No. Nah. Uh, your weekly... Um, Dr. Phil session, is there anything you want to share with the group? No, I mean, big big second half to the season coming yeah. up. And we had a little break. We feel refreshed and rejuvenated now, don't we, after a couple of... I tell you what, like, I how, hated boring, it. how boring I didn't know days. what to do with oh, myself. Just sitting there looking at the wall, just <laughs> thinking, when's Ball going to be back? Yeah, absolutely. But um, still, the thing that I'm looking forward to is the unpredictability for the second half of the season, yep. particularly in the West, as we are looking at before. It was quite hard to choose a team who we think is going to come out on top, and there's only a few games separating the top teams and the teams vying for a playoff spot. So certainly a lot of um, coming up. a lot of interest from it from us yeah excellent all right fellas should we do it should we bounce yeah wrap them up this is lee signing out excellent yeah right here. see you guys excellent guys enjoy it huge second half coming up we can't wait to break it all down with you next week love you bye